Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and objectionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice by a licensed therapist. Listener discretion is advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, loneliness, all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who chose to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Welcome, everybody, to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelities Midweek Ponder. Hope everybody's doing okay and they survived without hearing the podcast for a week because, unfortunately, due to work, I am having to do it every other Wednesday for the Midweek Ponder. Today is going to be kind of special. We have a guest on our show, and it's the first time I've ever had a guest, I suppose. And as I've shared with you guys in the past, I have been starting to narrate audiobooks. And one of my followers of the podcast um, is actually a writer himself of erotic books. And for fun, I recorded um, just part of one of his, part of a chapter for his book that he's currently working on. And uh, he has put it out. And I think I've put it on my page. So I'm sure some of you have listened. Um, It was probably pretty tame compared to a lot about what he writes with and about. But um, I wanted to let him share some information about himself and the book that's already been published and is available, you know, on paper, audible and, you know, Kindle style. And so I just want to welcome, this is C. Robbins, erotic author of Mr.'s Miss. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. You are quite welcome. So so tell me, you know, you've got this book here with uh, some pretty dirty stuff in it. <laughs> Has this always been something that you've wanted to do? Or at what point did you decide you wanted to for one, write a book, and for two, make it so adult? (laughs) Well, um, I've never really been into writing naughty stuff like that. But um, somewhere in my marriage, I became trapped in a lonely, sad situation. And to get myself out of it, I chose to start writing some of my fantasies down and my feelings down in kind of like short stories. And then I just kind of took all of them at the very end and made one big long book. Well, considering what my podcast is about with infidelity, it's good that you took it down that route, you know, and expressing it that way than necessarily going out and acting upon those fantasies while you were still married. So that's, you know, I guess that this is... (laughs) A good way to do it. How did you come up with your characters? Uh, Well, some of my characters are based on actual real people. 
and that came in and out of my life at different periods of time. And, um, of course, what Mr.'s Miss is all about is the Miss portion of it. And that's the woman that has been elusive to Mr. So uh, explain a little bit for the listeners to understand kind of the premise of the book and, um, you know, just a little bit of a short synopsis of what it's about. And then as you're heading into the sequel too, what that's maybe picking up on, if it's, you know, a continuation or if it's a different um, scenario for Mr. and Miss. <laughs> okay, well, um, I think Mr.'s Miss is really about a guy that has some middle-aged man that's uh, gone through a lot of life negatives, and uh, he wakes up one day from a dream that he's had, and uh, that dream kind of changes him from the inside, and from there he just dives into becoming... Um, a sexual being, sort of, being awoken up to uh, all the possibilities that are out there. And uh, he just then decides to find somebody to explore them with. And so he creates a uh, online ad, so to speak, and uh, he finds some people to uh, engage that with. So is there um, a lot of like S&M situations or is it just more kind of fantasy type? I mean, how close are we to Mr. Gray, to Christian Gray with these stories? Uh, um, it's a fantasy type. Uh, the first book really didn't have a lot of sex written into it. Uh, it's mostly erotica mm -hmm. and leaving the um, reader with a lot of imagination to Got develop it. that with. But the second book, of course, is going to pick up where the first left off, and uh, it will be a trilogy set. So I'm hoping to increase the amount of sex that each book has. Sounds like a lot of va-va-voom. We'll be back in just a moment with more from C. Robbins. Infidelity. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. On the podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I knew in my gut that she was still at least chatting with him. She denied it. Our marriage languished. I was miserable. No trust, no romance, no sex. I felt completely unwanted and undesired. About a year later, and still zero sex, my wife left for work and forgot her phone. Not long before that, I happened to see her type her passcode, so I tried it. Unlocked. 
I knew I was invading her privacy, but my gut told me she was hiding something. She was. To hear the rest of this story and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, you will get access to these additional episodes as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. All right, we are back now with erotic author C. Robbins. He was kind enough to allow me to record part of his second book uh, in an audio form because he knows I've been working on doing more audiobook narration. So we want to play a sample of part of his second book that's still in the making. Chapter 7 Unraveling Desires of Lust The reserve ended way too fast for them both, but when they both left, there was kind of a hot steel melting fire burning deep in them both. As Mr. drove out of the reserve first, he went back to the office to reel in his emotions from getting mind-fucked by D and M on the same day. He had still not had an orgasm in three days, and he needed one bad. Mr. drove into the lot, and this time he was royally affected by Dee's parking job. Apparently, she had taken up both spaces, parking her car right in the middle of them both out of pure petulance. He parked as close as he could to his usual spot and then bolted into the building right past the receptionist and into Dee's office. It was not like Mr. to be this worked up, but his cock needed sexual release and his aim is headed straight for Dee's face. What a fucking brat you are. I hate you so much right now. Me? A brat? Whatever are you talking about, mister? You know damn well exactly what I'm talking about. You parked in my space and yours too. Do I need to give you lessons in parking in public parking lots? Mister was furious enough not to get what he had just said. That is correct, sir. It is a public parking lot, and I can park any fucking place I want. So, go fuck yourself, sir. His jaw hit the floor as his erection filled up with every drop of blood it could suck into its stiffness. Why, why you, why you fuck? Mister just realized his kerfuffle was not really anything at all. Damn you, D, you know exactly what I mean. I know it's a public parking lot, but you know I park there every day for the last three years. And as of late, you seem to be set out on some sort of mission to fuck with me. Are you really trying to fuck with me, D? Because if you are, you just fucking wait. D smirked and her satin tanga tightened against her anus and clit togetherly. She wiggled in her seat and Mr. watched her do it right in front of him. Do you think this is cute, Dee? Because it's not fucking cute at all. This is fucking torture. I cannot have you, and that is torture. What are you trying to do to me, Dee? Kill me or what? No, mister. I promise I do not want you dead. I need you, and I want you fucking bad. 
like real bad, but I do not know how to let go of my marriage and give it up to you. The other morning still affects me now, and I think about it, and I almost have an orgasm, I swear. That moment was raw, and it was true, and it was right, and I want more of those kinds of moments with you. Mr. knew exactly what Dee was saying, yet he could not muster up one word. Just head nods and hot rods are what kept him harder than a steel fucking rod. His prick was unbendable steel, and Dee saw it. For all that it was, sitting in his pants with the biggest fucking bulge she ever did see coming from any man in a professional business environment. You see what you do to me, Dee? I mean, look at it. It's so hard, it hurts. Like, really hurts. Dee gawked and gawked more, then looked up, then looked back down, then giggled while licking her lips as if she wanted his meaty steak bone. If you need me for anything, Dee... I will be in the men's room getting rid of this boner of mine. He grabbed some of the paperwork she had on top of her desk and used it to cover his very noticeable bulge while speed walking into the men's room at 2.55 p.m. He went to his favorite last stall, furthest away from the entrance, and closed it shut. He unzipped his expensive Italian designer jeans and pulled it out. It was in the palm of his hand when he heard the door open. Mr. cared but didn't care right then who it was because he was going to come on the men's bathroom floor. Here is some hot inspiration to help you out, mister. Dee daringly pulled up her skirt while pulling down and off her thong. It was green olive with satin and lace and creamy wetness completely saturated into them. She was bold enough to walk over to his stall and hand them to him over the top. Mr. quietly snatched them up and smelled her fragrance and licked up some of her left-behind excitement within seconds of getting her heavenly-scented thong over the bathroom stall wall. She heard him moan and sigh, and then she walked out as if she were never there. Mr. finished himself off in the exact same way he did in previous bathroom stall moments of ginned up love, except for this time he had the thong. And it had him, too. Instead of returning it to Dee, he took it with him as he left the building for his last sales appointment of the day. He opened the door, climbed up into his Humvee, and started her up. The exhausting rumbles gave Mr. much desire over more to nail another fucking sale right. He closed off D and M while he sunk deep into his superior salesmanship. He got to his appointment 13 minutes ahead of schedule, which allowed him to better mentally prepare for the sale and another service contract. It was like he was in a trance while being seduced by song lyrics and music beats of Jezebel. Good afternoon, Mr. Moon. I'm glad we can finally meet. I was thrilled that you took this appointment with me. We are a growing firm with much potential that you will absolutely love. Their meeting commenced and Mr. got the grin of approval even before his sales pitch commenced. Mr. was always a man that could sense things and he felt and saw the connection between him and his new client, Mr. Moon, even before the final handshake of deal closure occurred. Thank you again for taking this meeting with me, and I will always do my best to provide your company with true security protection from prying hackers and yackers. 
That was his usual closing line, changing a few words around so that the maybes and noes could also fit into his departing closure. Mr. was very good at what he does. His eloquence and charm most always went over the unwinnable clients, and if not, he left them with a great impression of reconsideration. The best day ever made him feel like he was atop the highest valley mountaintop, overlooking everything and everyone with victory on every side. He was winning over M more, getting into D's soul so much more than he could ever imagine, and he closed out two sales while adding the extended service contracts to them both. His fire burned hotter than ever since that LWD occurred months ago. At least once a week, he thought back to it and re-experienced its release all over again. Yet still, he had some self-doubt of its truth. After all, he lived with doubt for all of his adult life. He pulled into the infamous horseshoe-shaped driveway and parked in his usual spot. It was sunset, and the brilliant streaks of orange and vanilla swirled intensely perfect with every powerful thing he thought about. He felt power over D and felt growing control over M, but felt powerless to either outcome. He felt chills from M's earlier kiss, and he got hard for the fourth time that day while replaying D's morning office intensity stare down. He chilled and sat in the running Humvee, letting the heated leather keep him stuck to the hot deliciousness. He had been hard four times, but only got off once. That bothered him much in the past, but now he was rather enjoying the trip, more than the fall due to its rare intensity burning feverish. And still, his desires overtook any other thought in his head. He wanted both of them and couldn't have either just yet. So, he kept basking in the warm river of fire while planning on how to get them both. As the motor ran, Mr. dialed up his psyche for a little human-to-soul chit-chat about a course and recourse of what to do next and his two favorites. This sucks to have to choose. Maybe I don't have to, or maybe I do. Fuck me. Shit, I feel so connected alive right now to Dee. But why now is she cozying up to me? I wish she did this years ago. We are like so simpatico together. I know M is new to me, but wow, I love her innocence. It's a total turn-on for me to corrupt her innocence. I love her reactions, and I love how she puts me first above all else, including work. I just do not know what to do about this. Maybe I will leave things alone with D and see where she takes us, and keep going after M with all the intensity I have. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I should do. Just let things play themselves out. I don't know, though. I have got zero patience, and I want everything now. Now, now, now. Shit. Dude, calm down some. Don't go blowing this, mister. The engine shuddered to off, and the door opened. Mister got out and headed in to Free Rocket. He walked past the kitchen and gave Alex an informal, hey, then proceeded to let his co-pilot in. Bark, bark, bark. Obviously, Rocket wanted to talk, too. Yet, Mr. was too busy trying to figure out his next moves. I'll get you a treat. Hang on, Rock. Rock. He walked into the kitchen with Rocket right on his heels. 
Well, that was certainly fun to read. I had a great time. Good story. And I'm anxious to see how it all turns out. So what is the name of the first book and where can people find it to buy it or download it? It's Mr. Smith and it is available on www.mrsmith.com. And uh, it has all the uh, links if you go to purchase Mr. Smith on the website. You get you direct links to Amazon and to Audible and to audiobooks, as well as Barnes and Noble and Google Play and Apple uh, Store. Fantastic. So it looks like there are a lot of options. And he said, mrsmiss.com. And I will have the link to his website in the podcast episode notes. So you can just click on that and look at where you can go to purchase it. Thank you so much, C, for joining us today. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate the opportunity to be able to read the chapter or part of the chapter, and I really appreciate you coming on to Midweek Ponder this week. Thank you, Rebecca. I must say this has been a real fun show for me and uh, pretty exciting to have a guest for the first time, and I could tell the audio on his end was a little rough, um, but... Hey, I think we got it and did the best we could considering he's out of state. Um, But thank you all for tuning in. And if you have been affected by infidelity, whether you cheated or you were the cheater, consider submitting your story for an opportunity to be shared on the podcast. Please send me an email to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Also, if you want to share your thoughts and opinions about infidelity, you know, what do you think about it? Is it good? Is it bad? I just want to know your thoughts. Um, Send me an email. I would love to be able to share that on a midweek ponder. So thanks again all for tuning in. You know, summer's around the corner. I hope everybody is happy. I hope everybody is healthy and staying well. And until next time, remember, no judgment. Goodbye.